0: you did it. You finished the episode. Pat yourself on the back. Take a deep breath. Take a swig of water. Although not at the same time, deep breath first, water next, because you don't want to do COVID type damage to your lungs. But guys, thank you so much. And girls, thank you so much. And whatever else is out there, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. And you guys fill my heart with joy. For finishing these episodes, listening to them, giving me love. You know, if you want to, tag me on Instagram. Follow me at a Comedy Advice Podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube. I just got that started. It's got some little legs now. It's crawling. Help it walk and run. Subscribe. And you can watch me giggle there with all my guests. And uh, don't forget to subscribe wherever you are if you haven't subscribed yet. Just so you can keep catching this baller content. Don't forget to support Mo as well. He's an amazing person. Hilarious individual. Follow him, listen to his podcast, give him some love. All right, guys, well, that's enough sappy stuff, so, you know, go fuck yourselves or something. I don't know. Bye-bye. Our comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for in And friends. Make an exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Seven? Uh, a comedy advice podcast.
1: <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Not
0: much. How are you? <laughs>
1: good sorry about that a little exciting uh little rendezvous
0: down technology lane oh all good happens to the best of us i uh i i was like oh man is his co-host gonna join too or are we gonna have a? <laughs>
1: well it was funny because i had it we did an interview yesterday and uh i didn't i don't have a pro zoom account so i used
0: jake's and then i don't
1: know why it was still up there that's fucking bizarre but, <laughs> oh uh, all
0: good all yeah. good I'm so jealous of your curls, by the way. I wish I had curls. I just have <laughs> this long, straight... It looks like dead ferrets just hanging from my head.
1: Yeah, it's, you've got, like, a... a your haircut would have been awesome back in, like, the Robin Hood days, I feel like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if if only I, I looked cool with a quiver and bow and arrow, it would have But you been. know what I
1: mean? Like, I feel like that was the look. All those medieval times things, they always kind of had... They never had, like, short sides. It was always sort of, like
0: you know, like shakespearean sort of sort of uh, side side curtains that's right that's right all i need is an outfit to match those like really short shorts with the puffy thigh yeah, area sure you,
1: could, sure you could find one of those out there
0: in phoenix <laughs> yes it's uh it's a strange place this phoenix yeah well all right i'll go ahead and intro us and then yeah. we can we can dive into it all right let me just <clears throat> clear the pipes Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Comedy Advice Podcast. My name is Stefan Sitani, and I'm your host. Joining me today, a very special guest. He's an incredible comedian, actor, producer, writer and loving husband as a comedian he's appeared on conan the late late show comedy central as well as open for julio iglesias he's an actor and he's been on two broke girls modern family and more he's been on big podcasts like adam carolla your mom's house birdcast and has his own podcast jews control the media and full release and as a husband he was able to propose with only four spotify interruptions before the song played and proposed everybody please welcome mo mandel
1: Thank you very much. Wow. You've done your research, man. I'm very impressed. <laughs> this is already like the highest level, uh, pre-production I've seen in any podcast in history.
0: <laughs> oh man. Well, it, there was a lot to cover about you. You are a prolific poly, if I must say myself, and you've been huh. having dabbling in so many different things. And I think it's so cool that I feel that as a comedian, you're flexing multiple muscles when you're on stage, before you're even on stage, the writing. And as a comedian, you're a great writer, and, and um, I Thank watched... Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. I watched... Oh, my gosh. I'm forgetting the name of your special now, but... It uh, made
1: such an impact that you have no <laughs> idea what it's called. You're like, I know it involves setups and punchlines. Negative was reinforcement. There Oh, <laughs> we got it. All right. Woo, yeah.
0: Woo, woo. I remember <laughs> you were wearing... Been- <laughs> could have been that could have been dicey oh my god you're like skanks for uh, the memories was that was that you, <laughs> that was you? <laughs> oh man and you were wearing a badass leather jacket too yeah during the whole thing and i was kind of jealous because i was like damn i was i told you before we started i was envious of the curls and the badass leather jacket i've never been able to pull one off
1: so on. funny is like that is a $700 jacket. Like, it is legit. And I don't buy expensive shit. Like, this is a free shirt I got somewhere. Everything I have... <laughs> sorry, I got somebody called me. Everything I have is uh, is free, and yet that jacket I balled out on, you know? Did I lose oh. you? Are you still there?
0: No, no, I'm, there here. I'm here. I'm okay, here. I'm just sorry. in awe of the jacket. Yeah, so
1: that that jacket was crazy expensive, but in the actual, like, special... I made like a joke about it being like fake, just sort of like, I don't know. It was like, cause usually I am wearing a fake jacket. So that bit required me to say that. Yeah. And so I got clowned on it all the time, like
0: from different <laughs> comments. And I'm like, no,
1: this is actually real.
0: This is, this is like the most expensive thing I own outside of my oh. Honda. Oh my God. Well, ha- amazing, special, amazing jacket and the amazing talent around it. I was just talking about the writing that you are able to implement and, and use in your comedy and stand up, as well as write it, being a writer on other multiple projects. Also, you were an actor and have appeared in some of the things that I mentioned in the intro. Um, producer as well. I think you helped produce. Theo I was doing Vaughan's a lot of pilot. stuff.
1: I was the head writer of Theo Vaughn's pilot, and then I created that show, Comedy Knockout, on True TV. I don't know if you ever saw that. Yeah. That, that. This is all this is all before COVID decimated uh, the planet and my ability to have a career, you know, along <laughs> with everybody else. Oh no. Oh man. But I mean, but- it's so weird though. It's like I talked to I mean, my wife's a doctor, so our friends are like, what does he do at home
0: now? <laughs>
1: like he can't they all everybody asks they all ask her like is he doesn't even get like he what does he do and she's like i don't know he's busy he's always doing <laughs> shit i don't know what he's doing <laughs> he's busy oh
0: man and i will say i know that you have started one of the babies that you've helped birth in this pandemic was that was a weird way to phrase it but jews controlling like media it. The uh, yeah, Jews control the media, a podcast uh, that's not just for Jews, for everybody, but it is
1: inspired by the little anti-Semitic wave that we hit this summer with Nick Cannon and all this kind of shit. And just me as a Jew and, and a friend of mine is another Jewish comic named Jake Silver and just being like, you know, they keep saying Jews control the media. Blah, blah, blah. It's like we just want to fucking take that take that back embrace it and just basically give a big comedic fuck you to all these just like rabid anti-Semitic fuckers out there who feel like it's totally okay to spread these crazy conspiracy theories and shit. And, yeah. you know, for the most part it devolves into us as being two fucking Jewish dudes who are comedians, just talking shit and having fun, but um <laughs> it can get dicey. We've, we've, we've had some fucking haters who have found us on YouTube. You, you can go to Jews control the media podcast on YouTube, put the podcast in. Cause if you don't, you're going to go through a whole QAnon
0: rabbit hole that is very much not our podcast. <laughs> and I was going to say, too, if it's I'm glad you gave context about what the podcast is about and who you and yeah. Jake are, because if it's just plug in Jews control, the media podcast, there might be some sort of I don't know. Hate yeah, I wonder how many
1: something. I wonder how many people we have, like, you know. I, I was thinking we're probably going to lose listeners because they'll see that. And they'll be like, I don't want to listen to that. But I actually think what it's more is we gain listeners who then go, oh, wait, this is not the Jews control the media podcast <laughs> I was looking for. This is ironic and sarcastic. This, I was looking for the real deal, you know, fact based Jews control. <laughs> uh,
0: brilliant marketing. And I think you had said on one of the podcast episodes, too, that YouTube, if you put the Jews control the media in your titles, they'll take it down. Because they're thinking yeah. the algorithm is just pulling it and saying, oh, this is hate speech out. So there's been challenges there, which it's, is kind of crazy. It's interesting. Yeah. Because it's also interesting to see what comments they pull and what
1: comments they don't. You know, because we had a guy uh, who had commented into our podcast and he said, he had just said to his friend like in a, in a YouTube comment, like, Oh, look at, you know, I'm going to get Chinese food for uh, Christmas, crazy Jew. There's something like that. And they like took it down, but then we'll have people just dropping K bombs on us, which is like the Jewish N word. And they're just like going hard in the paint. And like some of those comments that stay up there, which is like, you know, kind of shocking and a little disconcerting, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's insane. I remember one of the episodes you were showing that one. And then there was another one that was like, don't trust anybody that doesn't celebrate Christmas and just yeah. like all this ridiculous comments. And they're up there that nobody's they haven't gone to Facebook jail or whatever yeah. happens when you, I, have, I have started going through and muting them. Cause it was just getting depressing.
1: Like I <sighs> knew I would get some of that shit, but it's just like hard to like, you know, you, I think the podcast, honestly, I think it's really good. Like we put a lot of effort in, we have clips, you know, video, like I'm really proud of it comedically. And then I go look at it, and it's just depressing. if it's just like, I hope you burned hell. <laughs> You're just like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I'm used to people hate, like, you know, if you want to trash my comedy, fine, that comes with it. But it's kind of like, Ugh. you know, so oh. I started muting some of them. But the- uh, listen to this, this is crazy. So you've gotten hatred online. We all have comedians, over. you always get that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think what we got on this podcast last week is the best example of, of someone going from hating you to loving you that I've ever seen before. So this guy starts out. He just trashes us in his first comment, like, you fucking, you know, the F word, you know, not the yeah. fuck one, but like, like trash us. And then, like, he goes, you fucking suck. And then he does another comment, like, the next day, like, you know, i just so sick of Jews and doing this. So he goes from us to, like, general Jews, right? So he's kind of dissipating a little bit of the anger. Then he, the third yeah. one is like, you know, I just wish you'd tell the truth. And then the, that was the third one. Now, the fourth one is like, look, you guys are fucking funny, you know, but- <laughs> And then by the fifth one, it was like, this show is going to be huge. I just wish you'd tell the truth and shit, but I want to come on. And I'm just like, wow, you believe in our show all of a sudden more than I do. And you started out <laughs> hating us. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. We have an episode that's coming up where we break it down. We have all of them up on screen. And it's it's really amazing because like the guy's having like a a, a mid, like a crisis of identity Like, while he's commenting on our <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. And I do yeah. have to say, too, it's – I mean, definitely <laughs> – no hate in my heart but you got i love the podcast i love why you decided to create it and it made me sad when i was watching the episode where you guys were talking about all the haters that came in from your guys' video about the lewis farrakhan farrakhan yeah I, See, I so had, you didn't even know who that was right no Probably. i had no idea who that was no i know it's so
1: funny like it's it's and that's what, like, people would say, and I don't mean this in any kind of, like, shitty way, but it's, like, that's yeah. what people would say, like, when white white privilege, we don't know certain things. That's, like, non-Jewish privilege that you don't have to know who Louis Farrakhan is. Because <laughs> as a Jew, growing up, I knew who that was immediately because he was just, like, people that my parents would talk about. I was, like, you know, guy who's saying Jews are the devil, you know? So we just we yeah. knew about that. And, like, of course, there's privileges on all sides. We all don't know about each other's shit. But um, Jake didn't really know much about Farrakhan. And so mm, I don't think mm. he had any idea what was going to happen. We put up this video where just we remixed him saying, Satanic Jews, Satanic Jews, over and over and over. And his <laughs> followers did not appreciate it <laughs> at all. That
0: thing had 41 <laughs> thumbs down in two hours. <laughs> that I, I saw you guys uh, going through it, and you were like, it has 198 views, 41 thumbs down, and then two thumbs up. And there was it was just like... I hate you guys, blah, 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 blah. And then I forgot it was like Ari Shapiro. And then Abby Shapiro would be like, great video, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's depressing, man. But it is It's what it is, you know? It's what it
0: is. Well, I'm glad you guys are doing it because I feel like it is a really well put together podcast. Exactly like you said, you guys talk about these types of things. You guys are also hilarious. And I feel like you guys have a great chemistry and great banter. Thank you, man. And I don't know where this podcast studio is, but it is incredible. It's like the creme de la creme for vo- video yeah. And I will not
1: be revealing the location based on Blins, the amount of yes. hatred that
0: we're getting. <laughs> that is that is like, you know
1: those 80s spy movies where they go in the elevator and it just go- keeps going down? Like, that's <laughs> where this podcast studio is. It's like way beneath the earth. It's a bunker.
0: Oh my God. It is so cool looking though. Cause you guys have got the screens behind you. You've got your laptop and you're able to share your screen in the corner. Sometimes where it shows you guys and the rest of the screen. Sometimes it just pulls up the full screen. You've got multiple angles. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a slick. It's a slick. Well, we control the media, so you know we didn't want to. We didn't <laughs> yeah. want to be embarrassed while we're doing it. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. <laughs> oh man! But I was gonna say one more thing about the podcast, but I forgot. So I'll just change the subject. And you can just, if your... you
1: remember, to circle back. We'll just like it'll be like a callback for this segment. Oh, I love it. I love. Oh, it. you know, if I could plug one thing. Um, yeah. I don't know when this is coming out, but our episode I just dropped. Today, Sean Patton, the comedian Sean Patton, who's hysterical, oh, yeah. he's not Jewish, but his girlfriend is. And uh, he was, so we were kind of, you know, he was on a podcast and we were kind of interviewing him about like, you know, what it's like to kind of date somebody who's like, you know, ask you to go to Hanukkah and shit when you're a fucking dude from New Orleans. who has no idea what that is. And, and then we just kind of, you know, talked about a bunch of crazy shit. He has a great Theo Vaughn story on this episode um, nice. that involves them. Before either of them were in comedy, so if you like uh, Theo and Sean, you should check that out for sure.
0: Oh, that's awesome! I'll um, this episode will probably be out in one or two weeks. So if that Perfect. episode comes out before, I'll just link to it from the show notes. People can just. This is all working out this is beautiful this is Amazing. all working out perfectly <laughs> awesome <laughs> and then I also wanted to talk about your other podcast full release with your wife dr. Ashley winter yeah and um, you guys she is a male surgeon and urologist she is a, a urologist and a sexual medicine specialist so
1: she does a lot of you know she's a surgeon and a lot of it is on uh, other men's uh, genitalia oh yeah God. I- <laughs> Like uh, right now, she's probably like just sawing into a guy's dick right now.
0: Oh, no. God.
1: <laughs> but it's funny. Power so tools. that podcast had this weird thing that happened to it because we've been doing that for three years. It's called The Full Release. And it's like Loveline. You know, we just talk about sex and medicine questions and it's co- comedy. And then Samantha B started a podcast this year called Full Release. So it's so annoying. Now when you when you search our podcast on YouTube, hers comes out like 90 because <laughs> she's oh. got the whatever the people buying up the words and shit but uh it's oh, so man. funny because it's even the same font like it's weird it's definitely it's definitely a little bit like somebody in that team knew about our podcast and was
0: like "Eh, fuck it, or, <laughs> we'll just, do it anyway. just do it anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah i saw yeah. when i was researching it on google i saw i searched for full release and then i saw it with samantha b and i was like that doesn't look like mo mandel and then i looked and i was like <laughs> what the f-. so I, I did see that on you, Google you, as well. the,
1: you, you didn't think that I was Samantha Bee when you saw the picture? You thought, that's not him. No.
0: I was like, oh, he shaved. Okay. <laughs> right, that's good. Right. <laughs> Different haircut.
1: Different haircut. He's sh- <laughs> a little shorter than I remember.
0: But I was going to ask, what, what sparked the idea for you guys to start this podcast? Because, and before I let you answer, I just want to yeah. say... Love the podcast. I also, this would be weird to say anything different, but I feel like you and your wife have such good chemistry on that's air. Good. <laughs> that's that, good. That Yeah, yeah. Um, that it's just, it, it makes it fun. She's really funny too. She is hysterical. I mean, that's that's the
1: weird thing with, with her. She's like a surgeon, and yet she's also kind of funnier than me, I think, and like better than me in like social media. She has like a big Twitter following now. Like it's kind of annoying, but it's... uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's like she her job is so ridiculous. I mean, she's just sticking her finger up at guys' asses and touching <laughs> their dicks all day. I mean, it's just crazy. That's what her job is. So, uh, and then I'm telling dick jokes, you know. So we just sort of thought, well, I mean, fuck, you know, this is this, this got to be a podcast, you know? It's, it makes sense. So, oh man, That's, we've been doing it. I mean, we've done 108 episodes of that. I think.
0: Damn. Yeah, you That's guys have been lot. doing it since like 2017, 2018. So yeah good. we
1: started like maybe four months into our relationship which I would not advise but we did it oh, so far wow. it's worked out yeah. Wow
0: I was gonna say I wonder because my wife and I so we get along really well but sometimes we'll have those fights where it's like we won't talk to each other for a day or two and I was I wanted to do a podcast with my, with my wife but I was a, afraid that maybe we would just get caught off schedule or would just leave a bad taste in our mouth or something so I well, it's interesting you it. said like maybe it's a good thing because if you're not talking
1: for a few days, having to get that episode out makes you have to talk to each other. Kind of like the way like going to bed makes you have to be close oh. to each other when you're arguing. What I'll say our problem is like <clears throat> she doesn't do any of the post because she doesn't. I mean, she's brilliant, so she could learn in a second, but she doesn't know how and she doesn't have time. So it's sort of like what well, we're cranking out every week is sort of a little. I have to watch my like resentment a little bit where I'm like, (sighs) okay, you're going to look at shoes on the internet and I got to fucking import the shit and do this and do that. And do that. You know, right. Especially because to- everyone likes her more on the podcast. Cause she's a doctor <laughs> and it's a medical podcast. So
0: it's like, she's getting a lot more out of it than I am. You know I mean? so <laughs> That's amazing. I had the same feeling. Cause I used to do a podcast with my two brothers, but I, they did nothing except be there and they were hilarious. But then I tried yeah. to harbor that resentment for like, okay, well now I got to edit this. And then I got to, you know, do the show notes and all that stuff. So it seems like there's no work, but podcasts are an annoying
1: amount of work because you record it. You got to sync it. Now you got to make, you got to take a little piece for Instagram. Now you got to put fucking subtitles. Now you got to do that. And it all, everything is small. Like all those things are about 15, 20 minutes, but when you add them up, you're like, (sighs) And I gotta reschedule my guests ninety five times because they're gonna fucking always cancel.
0: <laughs> it just, it just, it gets exhausting, man. It definitely gets exhausting. Oh man, preaching to the choir over here. Yeah, Absolutely. you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I, I was going to. What else was I going to say? No, but she does a phenomenal job. Always, she's starting to wear a lot of chiffon dresses now. Yeah, yeah. that's right. every every outfit. Every outfit she wears, I think it's chiffon because it's awesome. <laughs> She, i've never seen a
1: woman buy as many clothes as my wife it's insane i mean it's all like cheap stuff but it's like our house is is like an amazon warehouse you know it's just like things coming all the time and then she returns them they're coming they're going it's just like it's non-stop i mean we're going to hawaii for our honeymoon next week and she's modeled like 87 different you know bathing suits she's gonna choose three of them but it's like she just loves buying stuff so it's kind of fun on the podcast because um uh, I think
0: like a lot of people tune in on YouTube just to see what she's like wearing now. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I, yeah. I, My wife is the same way. And I ended up, I actually, we just watched the Netflix documentary about the minimalists. And so uh. then it was her idea of, babe, maybe we should throw some things away. And I was like, really? You think so? That'd be a great idea. So we, and then I also, I think, I just imagined when you were saying that If we do a podcast together, it's a reason to talk. I feel like couples therapy, if there's a therapist, he's like, have you guys tried starting a podcast together? I feel like that might be good.
1: (laughs) I would love to hear a podcast that was a couple and the therapist and that each week you just literally are privy to their therapy, you know, especially if they're like a really bad relationship. That might be kind of cool.
0: Oh my God. That would be great. I wonder if, if you sign up for therapy, there could be a therapist and he has this document that you sign. I don't NDA or whatever, but then there's a checkbox. Yeah. that's like, you are going to be recorded for a podcast. And then I'll bet
1: therapy's so expensive. So I bet people would do it. And um, so many therapists have podcasts. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like when we started this podcast, the, the full release, you know, we thought, okay, you're a urologist. How many doctors are going to have a podcast, you know? And then we started looking it up and it's like, Oh, like, all of them basically, <laughs> like, basically, doesn't matter what you're doing, there are 7,000 podcasts about that. You know, you actually,
0: it's, yeah, you got to defend your thesis um, on iTunes now. So that's, that's just part of how it works. Your pilot episode is how you get your PhD, right? So, all right, exactly. Beautiful. God, but uh, no, you guys have had great episodes. I just recently listened to the interview with Ariel Aquinas the uh, adult store adult star yeah. and uh very interesting episode she's really funny but uh i thought she was great man it, it was i was i didn't know what to expect because she um
1: you know i looked at some of her porn videos and they're hardcore i mean like she's definitely like it's not like playboy kind of stuff like she's she's just getting it done and uh you know it's, obviously it's you know erotic and she's great at what she does um, but when she came on she was just, you know, I don't know what I was going to expect. You know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but she was funny. She was really open. Yeah. She didn't, I guess I, th- I was thinking she would like kind of put on airs a little bit more or be a little more guarded about, right. You know, defensive about being a porn star, but she was like very open. She told some crazy stories that I mean, just blew my mind. I don't know if you heard the whole thing, but like one of them was about some guy couldn't get it up on set. So he was like calling his mom
0: to yes. give him a pep talk. I was like, What? fuck (laughs) yeah oh my god i wonder what that conversation that should have been a podcast episode right i don't know man my mom says we're not close enough but that seems too close Uh, that that is a little close uh i'm gonna call my mom for a birthday today and that will probably not come up but let's hope not yeah very very spicy episode and i think you guys had had uh detailed her work as very spicy but I haven't seen it maybe I'll put a link in the show notes so everyone can see but and you guys are you still on many vids as well I thought that was yeah. pretty interesting
1: Yeah so many vids is like a OnlyFans kind of site mostly almost almost exclusively sex workers but they reached out to us and they're like you know we like your podcast if you want to start posting your videos on many vids as well as YouTube and stuff we'll shoot them out you know put them in a blast them out to all of our 3 million users so uh, we've started posting like, you know, a bunch of them on there and it's been cool because like, we've been getting hit up by a lot of different people that I'd be interested to, you know, interview like someone who's a sex phone operator, you know, like huh. that would be fascinating to interview, you know? So, yeah. so it's been pretty cool, man. And they've done a really, they've been really cool about like marketing us to like a whole nother demographic, you know, which Fantastic.
0: is, uh, yeah, we've seen our number numbers definitely increase after that, which is cool. Oh, that's awesome. Cause I know you guys were talking about it on that episode where you're like, yeah, we don't know how it's going to be. It's gonna People are looking and they're, yeah. Cause you think about it, you go to, yeah. If you go to a porn
1: thing and you're like, oh, I was like, fucking ass to mouth, fucking giant titties, this and that. And then you're like, oh, two people talking with their clothes on. You know what I mean? Like, Like, we're not doing anything sexual. We're just doing the podcast. So, um, I don't, you know. I could I was like, no one's
0: gonna click on this, but
1: apparently some people wanted a little little break after they jerked off. Oh <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Uh, link in the show notes there as well. And I, I was gonna ask, I mean, I know you were gonna do stand up here in Phoenix, and I think things just fell through. Once the, it see, hopefully we're seeing a small glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel vaccine. things are gonna start to hopefully go back to normal how you've you've built up so many cool things with your with your new podcast your existing podcast how do you imagine a shift or or will there be a shift in juggling all these things or are you gonna let anything go once you start being more active in stand-up um no I don't plan to I mean it'll just I think the stand-up just will reinvigorates me to
1: to want to like you know do more marketing and podcasting and everything like that, because while that is great in its own right, you know, the goal is always to like get people to your shows, you know? And so it's been a kind of a shift in a way of thinking, you know, before it was all about just like marketing, but now it's like, all right, trying to invest just in the podcast as itself, because I can't try to drive people any shows because there are no shows. Uh, Although the Phoenix show will be uh, back in March. So I'll be at that club. I know how to cancel, but it'll be in, I think it's yeah, March 4th through 7th. I know it's a long way away, but I'll be at House oh. of Comedy March fourth through seventh.
0: Yeah. Oh, nice. Link will be in yeah. the show notes. Look at us, just banking those show notes. Damn. You know, it's funny. I was at that club the week of the national lockdown in March.
1: That was the last like club that I headlined before this, and they. Um, oh damn! Because it's Arizona, like they did the lockdown, and they were like, "Oh, we're still doing the show tonight." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds and like that, us. we did two more nights. Yeah, two more nights. <laughs>
1: It was wild, man. I was just walking around trying to find fucking Purell. You know, the this is true. The MC during the week got sick midway through. I don't think he ended up having Corona, but it freaked everybody out. So he had to stay home. Oh, and no. Another MC and then he got sick. And it was just like, it really felt like, oh, okay, the world is fucking ending.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That's insane. I don't think the clubs have closed. At all. Well, I think Tempe Improv and Phoenix and Stand Up Live had closed kind of, but I think they've all been pretty open throughout this whole thing, which is crazy.
1: But it is crazy because I mean, yeah, like <laughs> it's gotta be one of the only cities that has been like that that it's just not closed down at all, you know. Yeah. yeah. You'd think that Arizona would have gone Republican based on that statistic,
0: but somehow <laughs> yeah. it did not. yeah you would think that would be a harbinger for uh you know becoming a red state but yeah
1: i guess not
0: a bunch of fucking wild liberals out there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a bunch of mask hating liberals over here i guess i knew uh, they were somewhere how how it goes a unique breed over here in phoenix god uh well i wanted to get into some advice mo this has been great so far um we're gonna answer some questions. These are very silly questions that some fans had sent in that are hoping we okay. can answer. Now, before we get into the questions, I usually like to get us all jazzed up and inspired with an inspirational quote. And wow. I like to take this time to ask my guests if they have any inspirational quotes that they cling to and uh, repeat when they having they're having some dark times or they just need some motivation.
1: Okay. You're, you're, I I hate to be that guy who's going to do a bit on a podcast, but you are segueing me into a bit I do on stage. So here is my favorite inspirational quote, right? The key to success is a mystery. The key to failure is trying to please everyone. Good, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's pretty good. You know who said that? Bill Cosby. That's true. (laughs) So I love saying that to, like, to the crowds and then they're kind of like,
0: oh, oh. (laughs) 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 Oh, But nonetheless, a good quote. It is a good quote. Oh, man. It's just like taking a shot just on the inside (laughs) and then burns all the way down. Right. right. That's good. That's great. So I actually have maybe a little better uh, quote than that. The quote was great. The recipient might be the same. It's actually this not a person that produced the quote that I have. It's a robot and hmm. it's called InspiroBot. So its specific purpose in life is to use AI to take some of the wisest words known to man or woman and just mash them together for an inspirational quote. Oh, I love it. Yeah. If you ever have any spare time, go to InspiroBot.me and it'll just generate a quote on the spot.
1: <laughs> I will it's, definitely
0: do that. I have plenty of time in my hands to do that. <laughs> All right, so we'll try and decipher what this one means. Okay. It's pretty short, succinct. This week, InspiroBot says, drive like you were your cat. Drive like you were your
1: cat. Huh. Hmm. I mean, the only thing I could think of is cats are very uh, fastidious. You know, they clean themselves, and they kind of, like, seemingly are, you know, they're not like dogs who just running around like crazy. They're very specific. About what they're doing so i guess that's sort of maybe drive conservatively i guess
0: lick your tailpipe make sure that that's lick your clean. tailpipe uh,
1: case um, if you see a mouse drive right after it
0: <laughs> just run over it many times go backwards for it, yeah yeah sure just keep said. going
1: like, toy with it don't kill it at first drive in front of it then drive behind it yeah i think that's that's that sounds like what a cat would do if it was driving
0: oh that's beautiful yeah i was gonna say i thought it was gonna say fall asleep at the wheel just like cats, they fall asleep. So yeah, I didn't know if Inspirebot had turned and was trying to kill all of humankind. But right. um, I like yeah. yours better. They're very. Well, you're they're...
1: right, though. That is eventually Inspirebot will go the way of like Hal, you know, and uh, all the other evil robots, and it'll start. The best way to celebrate life is to stick a gun in your mouth. <laughs> you <know, like, laughs> it will start being an evil Inspire robot.
0: Oh god, I know it will turn, but for now it's uh, semi-inspiring yeah. slash confusing. Yeah. So I think I think we you kind of nailed that one. That was great, Mo. Well, thank you. I'm inspired. So um, we'll move on to the questions. We've got this first okay. one. It's from Reddit, and it was found by our friend, our friend, our fan Anne, and it says, "gagging." I need to ingest caffeine daily for medical reasons. I've been given pills that each have about 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is the equivalent of about four cups of coffee. I have never been able to, in my life, swallow pills. I vomit or choke when I try, and the phobia is so bad that I struggle often eating regular food. How can I ingest these pills? I don't wanna chew them because they are so incredibly bitter that they make you sick. I also thought about boofing them up the back end but I did that with a narcotic, and I got sick for several days afterwards. Please, please help. Wow, that's so interesting because my wife can't swallow pills. Oh, and really? She,
1: yeah, and she like it, she has to, she has to eat something. I don't know. I don't even know how she does it actually. Every time she wants to take a pill, she has to get like bread or something. So I don't know if she. I don't even really know what the fuck she does now. That I think about it, but she can't. She just can't do it. Huh. It's it's weird to me to be a doctor and you can't fucking swallow a pill. <laughs> you know, you can't even take a vitamin.
0: You know, I this is horrible of me to say, but I did get when I was uh, a little kid, maybe I was 12, but I would try and swallow these pills. I I can't remember if I got hurt or something, but they were on the bigger side and I tried to swallow them and sometimes they'd get stuck and then I'd get them unstuck, but it left this weird feeling in my throat as if it was still there so then i got scared of yeah of doing it so i don't know do, do I, you what did you ever get over it i did i guess i just stopped taking pills for a while and then started again and i used to try to do this whole thing where i would lift my head up so that it would just be like a straight tunnel yeah. like mario going straight down the tunnel <laughs> but right, right. i don't know i i just Stop being afraid i guess i really just tried to drive like a cat and <laughs> I, well sometimes you see those giant fucking
1: pills and it is like this seems like weird like this doesn't seem safe you know and anytime you're like eating and you do kind of choke for a second it's terrifying you know it's like so scary and you're like oh fuck that's right like that's all that separates you from life and death is like this little oh, fucking whatever it is airway that can that can get blocked you know
0: yeah yeah it's insane i'm that terrifies me that i could die in a restaurant just choking and i'll look like a fool because people are like I know, it's just like the
1: lamest way to die too that's the sad part i do know a guy who um who i think his wife like choked to death like in the middle of the night she went up to get something to eat or something really tragic and sad and uh it's just like oh it's just like it's just like sad on every level and horrible, but oh. it's just like, oh my god! It just, yeah, it happens. It happens to people, yeah. you know. Like fucking, we don't even think about it. Especially like I, I notice that when I eat like steak, sometimes, fucking, it's like <laughs> loving it. I'm chomping into it, and like, oh god, I really gotta be careful because this stuff is like basically chewing rubber for a little bit there. <laughs> at least the way Did, I make steak.
0: Th- no, same. And then uh, what I, I, I do the same thing with steak. It's always steak. I maybe I do it really dry, and then I just try and swallow it, and then it'll for a second. I'll be like, and then I'll swallow it. And then, and you ever see those movies a, where like someone's dying and then
1: like someone gets a pen and like jam it in here or like whatever, where they do a tracheotomy or whatever it is. Yeah. Like what the fuck is that? They make it look so doable. Like you just jam a pen in there and then like you create an airway or something, I think.
0: Yeah. 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 That's right. I forgot what they call like a trach. A, a trach yeah. It's procedure. like a trach,
1: but you see them in a movie. And you're like, Oh, okay. And you're like, what the fuck did
0: they just do? <laughs> stab them side guy in the neck. You know what? There is probably a YouTube video on how to do a trach. So if this person wants to take the pills without trying to swallow, they could just take the shortcut and then just do a little trach, pop that pill in, and then you're yeah. caffeined up.
1: You're good. I think they should just keep shoving everything up their ass. You know, and not just <laughs> not just pills. I mean all foods. You know, like that South Park episode. <laughs>
0: oh my god i still one of my favorite episodes like there's no way you pooped out of your mouth Uh, uh, i forgot they shit out of their mouth that's right (laughs) but i didn't know it was called boofing
1: i didn't either i never heard of that okay yeah that sounds like something the kids are into with like alcohol or something that i'm too old uh, to know about that it's never worth it like i don't know why people do that with drugs like you really got to get high that fast
0: yeah seriously just be patient do a headspace meditation or something and let it yeah. allow it to take its course i remember in sixth grade reading about the mayans and how they when they would celebrate they would to get it faster just boof that booze and then really that's what the mayans
1: were fucking doing back in the day back what do they have to do I, build a not... fucking another pyramid like what was <laughs> what was
0: going on back then my memory isn't that great, so if you guys are listening and that's wrong, fact check me, but I think it was the Mayans that I, I remember I remember seeing pictures too, where it was like that that Mayan style design, and then it just shows one of the soldiers, and he's got the little skirt thing, he lifts it up and puts the booze keg. So that is like... <laughs> <laughs> a
1: scrawled somewhere on a wall in like a pyramid? Because I've been to those mind temples. like They have drawings and shit around. That's just like a drawing of a guy that's like getting something jammed up his ass. How do they know it wasn't just for fun? How do they know there was booze in there?
0: Oh, that's true. I think because there was a caption that said, New Year's 1215. So that was like the okay. selfie back then. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. People were
1: wild back then, dude. People were just... They're just living, living crazy down there in the jungles, I guess, you know, it was a, it was a real good time.
0: <laughs> oh, seriously, yeah. I mean, God. I well, they had those. that
1: sport, the Mayans, were where they cut people's heads off if they lost, so they
0: were like pretty fucking uh, <laughs> they weren't squeamish. They, yes, they definitely had a uh, taste for adventure and blood and, yeah. and booze. Um, uh, but they, I remember. I was a kid, and I saw the movie The Road to El Dorado, where
1: I don't ever think I've ever seen that.
0: These two Spaniards—they're—they're they're little tricksters and charlatans, and they the con men. They end up being stowaways on Cortez's ship to go to the land of El Dorado. El Dorado exists thanks to Disney magic and Elton John singing the soundtrack, <laughs> and then they—they um, they end up hitting it. They end up going there. And I forgot what it. Oh, oh! And then they play the game, and then they're like, "What happens if you lose?" And like the losing team dies. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's it's funny. Like it here's that, that
1: Harry Harry Potter. They have the game Qu- Quidditch or Quick Quick. Oh, Quidditch. Quidditch. It's kind of like that game, basically. I, I mean, you fly. They're flying around on brooms, but it is the same sort of thing. You're trying to throw a little ball to that little like horizontal, you know, thing or whatever. Like the way the the the. Thing of it the, the plain area looks um, so I, I didn't know they had wizards back then but apparently they did as well you know
0: that's right and then in the 8th Harry Potter book they also just chugged beer down their butt so yeah think- that one was wild
1: man. <laughs> that was when you're like J.K. Rowling is a little crazier than we
0: thought I didn't realize how much that's ins- a kind of yeah, that's yeah. a different kind of spell. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how much inspiration she drew from the Mayans and their culture. Yeah, but know, there's a yeah. lot you have of to read between the lines. <laughs> see where that ass play is, is really leading you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I feel like we nailed that question. So we'll move oh, yeah. on to... Uh... Absolutely, we nailed it. <laughs> We'll move on to the second one and last one. This is from Reddit. It's from our fan, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. It says, should I go against my parents' wishes and try to become an NFL player? So it's always been my dream. My parents never let me play throughout high school, and I'm a senior now. We don't have football this year anyway, but I'm trying to decide if I should try playing football in college or not. They never let me play because they're scared of injuries and brain damage. I get why they're scared of that happening to me, but at the same time, it's always been my dream, and if I'm not trying to live my dream, what's the point of doing anything? I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm in decent shape, and I could get in the best shape I can by starting college in the fall. Thanks for the help. Was this a female or a male oh the so Rebecca sent in the question I didn't oh there's a male who's okay I'm thinking it's a male it's got to
1: okay good. yeah I don't know man what would you say I mean I've thought about that like the statistics are in that football is probably not not the best for not the best for, brain for the old brain health <laughs> yeah <laughs> I would, I, it would be hard for me to want my kid to do that.
0: Yeah, that's a good question because I just started to think of if I ever have a kid, would I let them play football? My parents, I grew up on the swim team, so that's a good safe. That's
1: a good safe uh, thing. You know, you might cut yourself shaving your legs or something like that, but besides that,
0: you should see these scars. I mean, it's just... <laughs> I mean yeah, and besides the uh, you know the ever constant danger of drowning while you're yeah. in the water. You're safe. You're good, and and I think you also. It's just it's a skill that I feel like everyone should have because it would yeah. suck again if you choke to death in a restaurant. Sucky. If you drowned in like eight feet out right. in the beach, also sucky. Right. Was- How does
1: football play out? I mean, like, what are the odds you're gonna like you like have to save the day by like grabbing something and like hurling it, you know, that fucking spiral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like exactly kicking the ball through like these little fucking posts <laughs> yeah i mean i i did wrestling in high school and uh i was not good at it but that one i always kind of felt like was a good one too because like you know if you get in a fight or ever you you'll, you know you could use that and and that is like helpful to know that uh, is a good point then again it's... i don't know if you want to like really plan your kid having like a lot of fights in their life you know maybe that's not a good way to plan plan out that, their activities
0: <laughs> that that's fair that's fair it is a good I remember wrestling for one year and I sucked so hard at it and I tried to lose weight to get into a lower weight class. And I yeah, did that's
1: the worst, oh,
0: dude. Oh my God. What were you wrestling at? I was 165 and I got to it. I'm like 200 now. And, uh, and I was, I got down to 165. I, ch- I got the chills and I ended up getting sick from trying to lose weight. Cause I, I had the fan on and no blankets. And then uh, the guy just crushed me. The just- same thing happened to me. I, I lost. I, I was a 103 as a freshman. And I had to Holy cut from shit.
1: Yeah, I was tiny, man. And I had to cut from 107 to 103, like in one day. And so I got up early. I ran around with the bags, you know, sweat. I did all that. Yep. And I got to the match. and they I just got the shit kicked out of me because I was so tired. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't worth it at all,
0: man. <laughs> Oh, man. And I remember the whole time I was like, Dad, I don't really want to wrestle. And he was like, you're going to wrestle. You're going to do it. And then he saw me get my ass just destroyed. You're going to be a podcaster. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to get you a microphone for next Christmas. We're going to do a little father-son podcast. I don't think podcasts are out yet, but you're going to do it. That's what you're doing. (laughs) Definitely not doing wrestling. But to the NFL thing, I mean, I know it's your dream. Maybe you should try. Are there... Isn't there like college Quidditch? Couldn't you do something a little safer that's kind of like football? And if I think you, you like get the it? same
1: chicks though when you're when you're playing <laughs> professional Quidditch, you know. I don't know. I mean, like, hopefully for these parents, their kid just sucks at football, you know, and so he gets cut or whatever, because that's the best way to kill a dream, you know, just get there cut from the team or whatever.
0: There you go. But I mean. I mean Made it yeah. to senior year and he hasn't played football yet. He's
1: not gonna make the NFL. It does not happen. So there's no way. No yeah, way. Sorry. Like, say, it needs a little tough love. It's, it's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Like, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna make the NFL <laughs> unless you're like built like a fucking brick shit house and you're like six foot four, of pure muscle, and you're fast as hell. Yeah. It, it, it become a dentist. That yeah. ship has sailed.
0: Exactly. Podcaster. Maybe there's there's become a, a podcaster. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, I feel like we've given a, given a lot of really good advice, Mo. Absolutely. So yeah. We should charge uh, for this. I, that's a good idea. We. Uh, but unfortunately, we've reached the end of the podcast. So it's time to say goodbye. But before we do, I just want to say huge thank you. It was a blast having you on. Uh, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate you reaching out, man. It was a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. And I know that we talked a little bit about what you've got going on, but feel free to plug, uh, you know, where can people find you? What have you got going on? Um, let it rip. Yeah,
1: anything. Um, the full release podcast on YouTube, Jews control the media podcast on YouTube, and those are, of course, both on uh, all the podcast apps. And then just follow me on Instagram, The Real Mo Mandel, and Comedy awesome. Knockout is on HBO Max reruns you want to watch that nice (laughs) i don't think i'm getting getting paid off those but you know oh just watch them
0: (laughs) they are yes loads of fun and it's all gonna be in the show notes so you guys can just click 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 thank you very much man absolutely well guys it's time to say goodbye we'll talk to you next week ciao see you later